Hi, my name is Chris Polod. I'm a pediatrician at an academic institution. And I happen to be a Bible nerd, a child of divorce, and soon-to-be author. I created Little Pieces Club Ministries around the idea that when our hearts break, God can still make works of art from the broken pieces. I run small groups for children and teens and consult with and support parents. I also give lectures and seminars upon request. Our content centers around the science of adversity, abuse, and neglect, that is ACE science, and how biblical design patterns harmonize with it. Along the way, I discovered that Jesus' story, wrapped in the design patterns of the Good Shepherd and the Tree of Life, help us process, grieve, forgive, and reintegrate our souls after trauma. And this helps us grow strong in solitude and community, leading us to love God, self, and others, which is what the greatest commandments or greatest blessings are all about. This podcast is geared to help parents understand their children's point of view and to be a good shepherd and tree of life through the hard times. You can follow the ministry on social media in several different areas. Uh, on Instagram, we are at LPC Ministries. On Twitter, we are at Club Pieces. And on TikTok, we are at Little Pieces Club. In the YouTube video of this podcast, you will see QR codes for our Facebook group and our YouTube content. I love getting questions and comments. So now let's get into this week's episode. Our at-home format for small groups, for those of you um, trying to support small groups, um, starts with a fun and relaxing 15 to 20 minutes. Next time is followed by a snack or basically a meal time uh, where we go over prayers in a style that is very much like uh, examine of conscience. And then we go into the video lesson part of the application uh, following, uh, followed by a prayer to close the video and a fun and relaxing activity again for 15 to 20 minutes. So right now we're just looking at a slide uh, as I'm going through the presentation that reminds us to do something fun for 15 to 20 minutes. Hopefully it does not involve a screen, although if you are having um, good fun, good clean fun with someone else, uh, the screen time is okay. And then just remember to set a timer so you come back. A little bit of wisdom about why we set up small groups this way is we are actually trying to demonstrate the concept of Sabbath keeping. And we'll get more and more into that as we go, but it is a time um, to regularly set aside work, and that can mean a variety of different things, to simply rest and delight in the gifts that God has given us. So now we're welcoming people back from their fun time, and you will need journals, prayer template, um, and then um, uh, go ahead and continue with the next um, activity. So now we're going into snack and prayer time or journaling, depending upon uh, the age group. Uh, the older kids, I tend to encourage them to keep a journal uh, while we have activity sheets for the kids. So what you're looking at on the screen is our prayer template where we look over the, the week and we just ask kids to connect with the time that they have uh, felt uh, joyful and happy. Um, they have had a good amount of fun uh, and then invited them to bring forward their um, 
negative emotions like disgust, anger, sadness, and fear. And when we go through those, we also want to ask, did God feel close or did he feel far at those particular times? And this is reflective of a very ancient process called examine of conscience. And what it does is it just helps reintegrate our souls. When we get a little far from God, um, we can realize that that's okay, and we just simply invite him to come back. So if those of you are leading a small group session and you um, are doing this, that's the basic idea. And what we always want to do is present ourselves as very warm and welcoming, no matter what kids are feeling at a, a given time. And they may even try to provoke anger out of us. And so we just want to be aware and ready uh, to respond with patience and kindness. We are now moving on to Ask Me and Ask Each Other, which is uh, our time in small group where the kids uh, can ask any question of the small group leader about growing up in a divorced family. And this is the time uh, that's very valuable in your um, ability to write down things specifically to pray for for each kid and also send me questions that I can then put out in um, future content that uh, helps everyone know um, how to answer uh, questions like that. So the next starter question that we have gets at the greatest blessings without saying as much. And that is, tell about a time where someone was kind to you and then tell about a time that you were kind to someone else. And um, if uh, you are leading a small group, uh, just give the group time uh, to talk through these things and just um, be open to hearing what's going on in their hearts. So looking at our title slide, we see someone doing a yoga pose, and our uh, title for this episode is Choosing to Keep Your Body Healthy. Uh, this is The Private Christian Journey. It is part nine for the kids and part 10 for the teens. Overall, this is episode 20. And this is chapter five of our Sacred Rhythms series. Again, where we use uh, the author or with the author's permission, uh, we have adapted Ruth Haley Barton's Sacred Rhythms uh, book to our curriculum, and we are uh, forever grateful that she allowed us to do that. As a reminder, we are in the private Christian journey, which is a journey through solitude, where we live by feel, live by choice, and then are able to choose loyalty to uh, God and Jesus's love and wisdom, so that we can find living water deep in our roots, that will then feed our branches, uh, producing fruit and flowers, so that in community we can give that love and wisdom uh, to others. So remembering our rider and elephant concept, uh, we go through a quick summary of what we've done up until this point. Just remember that we have been uh, looking at our power to choose and then using that power to seek to know God and to be willing to accept his free gifts, and to choose to ask him for help, and to spend time with him in solitude, 
remembering that if we are at all apprehensive or scared of approaching God to spend a lot of time on the stories of Job and Joseph and even Jesus as well. And then we can choose to spend time with God in prayer. So this week's elephant assessment test is looking at our approach to our physical body. And so on one side of the spectrum, um, we have when I think of my body, I don't think much about keeping my body healthy. Uh, But on the other side, we say it is well taken care of so that God can be with me. So the next slide, we're going to talk about uh, rule number one in the Bible. And just the background is when I've um, put together the theology, which is from the Bible, of Little Pieces Club Ministries, I try to use the keep it simple principle. And so if Jesus tells us that the greatest commandments or greatest blessings, which is really a better translation of the word commandment, um, uh, that if it, if there are the greatest blessings that we need to remember that all of scripture is interpreted with those, um, with those passages. So we remember that in Mark 12, 29 through 31, the most important one answered Jesus is here. O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one love the Lord, your God with all of your heart with all of your soul, with all of your mind, and all of your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. And so um, the ancient Hebrew um, term for basically heart, soul, and mind is all that we are. So that does include our strength, which brings us in connection with our physical body. And so we're also going to have a touch point in uh, the liter- or the scriptures um, that we're going to talk about next. And this is in 1 Kings and 2 Kings. So 1 Kings 17 through 8, we hear about Elijah and Elisha. And so while the ancient Jews became very bad and stopped listening to God, God raised up prophets. One of the most important ones were Elijah and then Elisha. And Elijah and God defeated the evil Jezebel's priest with fire, but this enraged Jezebel and Elijah had to flee. And so we see a story uh, illustrated in our slides by the Bible Project where Elijah has to spend time overnight and he and his physical health is... um, is, is tended to by an angel. And so we see a closer look at Elijah's story. And then in 1 Kings, we see um, that uh, he lay down and slept under a solitary uh, broom bush. And then suddenly a messenger or angel tapped him and said to him, get up, eat something, uh, having him focus on his physical body. And then again, they, the Lord's messenger angel returned a second time and said, get up, eat something because you have a difficult road ahead of you. And so he got up, he ate and drank and then went refreshed by that food for 40 days and nights until he arrived at Horeb, God's mountain. There he went into a cave and spent the night. The Lord's word came to him and said, why are you here, Elijah? 
So after running for his life, Jezebel was enraged, Elijah was exhausted, and the angel fed him and reminded him that he needed to be strong in God's presence. And so this is actually a temple reference. So when we see um, in Solomon's reign um, that uh, Solomon built God a temple, and this is a design pattern or a recurring theme throughout the entire Bible is this idea of a temple. And so it culminates in uh, the story of Jesus um, where that our own bodies, which is where the Holy Spirit dwells with us, is a representation of the temple. So therefore, when we're talking about our physical bodies, we are talking about keeping ourselves strong for God. And so we see the Garden of Eden, um, which is a place where heaven and earth meet and where we can be in God's presence. So um, you'll see that as this develops, that we are trying to teach the kids and teach um, the folks that come uh, and hear these um, presentations that uh, we are to look at our body as the temple. So um, the Bible Project actually put together a really, really nice video on the temple uh, idea, which you can look at. And I just took some snapshots from that work. And we can see in the initial, um, the initial frame, the, the temple, the de depiction of what was in Jerusalem. But then it takes us back to Eden, the Garden of Eden, which is delight. And what we see happening is God and humans dwelling and walking together. And then we fast forward into the narrative uh, of Exodus and that we see, um, and also Leviticus, we see the uh, idea of the, the temple or the, um, the tabernacle. And this is the portable temple where God dwells with humans. And we see this constant reference back to the Garden of Eden. But then when we go there, we then see what happened, which is the fall, where Adam and Eve... Um, disobeyed a command that God gave them, and they were um, kicked out of the space where God and humans dwelled together. And so the whole rest of the Bible is spent um, with God trying to create a reality where we can dwell with God again. And so next in this presentation, we fast forward to the birth of Jesus, and then we see Jesus um, teaching a crowd of people. And then finally, that, that crowd of people accepts Jesus into their hearts. And we begin to see a depiction of each person being a temple. And they are known as living stones, that then when they come together, they build a new temple um, together where God and people can dwell together. And so we see that. And then the other thing that we see in this when we're talking about our physical bodies is that God made them male and female. And this is, this is a concept that in today's world, unfortunately, has been very much twisted by gender theories. 
And the basics are, if you have a chromosome, an X chromosome, uh, you're female. And if you have a Y chromosome, you're male. Now, this does not mean that people that um, have different ideas about themselves are necessarily bad or anything like that. Um, we're looking at a slide of a uh, person dressed in an outfit where it is very difficult to tell if they are male or female. And so the, the, key, the key feature that Little Pieces Club talks about is the, I, the idea that we are loved and cherished children of God is a much deeper concept than the constructs of male or female. And there's a lot more that I can potentially say on this issue, but I wanted to bring it up to make sure that people, when they know this ministry, they understand that we are not judging anyone, um, but that there is a conflict between gender theory and biological descriptions of human beings. But if we take a loving approach to this and know that everyone is a loved and cherished child of God, no matter what or whatever they've been through or what they think. That's the message that I want to um, make sure people hear loud and clear about this. And since we're talking about the physical body, um, it does matter in this uh, headspace. So now we look at a few examples of things that are basically unhealthy. And uh, we, ha we see a man who is a bit overweight then we also see a um, fashion model who is very much underweight and probably not very healthy. Next, we look at a family who is obviously being active together, and they actually look pretty healthy. So next, we ask the community question. And again, if you're leading a small group, um, this would be where you would pause the main video and just talk to people about why should we choose to keep our bodies healthy? And of course, the answer that you're hoping people go to is that God dwells with us in our body and we honor him with a strong temple. And it is a way that we live out the greatest blessings um, and be able to um, love ourselves by keeping ourselves strong and healthy. So there are some solitude questions that we're going to go over um, as well. And some of these are on the worksheet that we will look at in just a few minutes. First of all, how well are you taking care of your body? And so when it comes to eating, um, the question is, I am a good eater or I could be better. When it comes to moving, I do very well with physical activity. When it comes to drinking water, I do well or I don't do well. When it comes to sleeping, I sleep very well or I could be better. So as we review the next few slides, begin to think about listening to what your body needs. And then how well do you listen to your body is the next question that we talk about. So we look at a, a fast food basket of hamburgers and fries and we just sort of ask healthy or unhealthy. Next, we see a plate of um, pizza and we just ask healthy or unhealthy. And honestly, from a pediatrician's perspective, um, 
giving people the impression that you can't have any of this unhealthy food is not accurate. So you do want to make sure that we're conveying to um, participants that, you know, recognizing a food is unhealthy is the important part. And then just trying to limit your intake, um, but don't uh, make it zero. Next, we look at a really nice healthy salad with a whole bunch of colors in it. And then we can ask the, the kids if it's healthy or unhealthy there. Next, we look at physical activity and we see a dog that is absolutely um, a couch potato right now. And so we ask the question when it comes to moving, are you good or could you move more? Then the next slide, we see a person uh, doing a yoga pose on their own. And um, we can kind of prompt a little bit of a discussion about, do you like to exercise in nature? Um, inside or outside is fine. And the other thing to notice is this person is in solitude. Next, we see two people who are working out together and obviously having a good time. And so they are doing healthy movement in community. Next, we switch to water and making sure that we are um, good drinking a specific amount every day um, and avoid the idea of only when I'm thirsty drinking water. Um, that's actually fairly unhealthy. Uh, so we can take this opportunity to encourage people uh, to drink more water. Next, we see a koala who is sleeping. So when it comes to sleeping, am I good? Could I be better? Am I refreshed when I get up? Do I feel like I need a lot more sleep? And it's normal for teenagers to feel like they need a lot of sleep. The point is, are they giving them themselves are they giving themselves opportunities to sleep? So now we're getting to some of the activities that we um, have in mind. So listening to God and your body. So for the teens, they can journal or um, something like that. But there's a list of questions. Are you tired? Are you bursting with energy? Where are your emotions? Does God feel close or far away? What is God saying to you about your physical body? And what do you notice about the world around you? So many children just need to breathe and listen. And then as a group, list the favorite activities and maybe even do some. If you have the opportunity, go for a walk as a class. Try a few yoga poses if you understand or know yoga. And then just share and try these ideas. A quick story from um, a book called The Connected Child. And this is kids, uh, and specifically more younger kids, are um, unable to moment to moment um uh, pay attention to what's going on in their own body. So this is kind of a background story. And Karen Purvis was watching a child. Um, she's the main author of the Connected Child Ideas. Um, she was watching a child in the hot Texas heat play for about 20 minutes and just look at how ashen the face was. And he looked very tired. And they say, hey, how are you doing? And the kid actually said, I'm fine. And so um, knowing that that wasn't the, the case, she said um, she asked the child to go sit for about two minutes and just pay attention to what your body is saying. And so with that prompt, 
um, very, very quickly, the child came running back over and said, I'm really thirsty. I need a drink. So the point of dealing with kids is they actually get in a dissociated state um, where they're so focused on the activity, they forget to pay attention to what's going on with their body and not really forget. They're literally in a different headspace and they don't feel it. So sometimes just using that calming breathing um, can help kids know um, what's really going on with their bodies. So um, I apologize I haven't done this sooner, but I have a picture of the um, activity sheet for the kids um, for this episode. And so in solitude, it has them um, assessing how they're eating, how they're moving, how they're drinking water and sleeping. And then it also answers the community questions. So um, why should we choose to keep our bodies healthy? God blank with us in our blank, and we honor him with a blank blank. So that is God dwells with us in our body, and we honor him with a healthy lifestyle. And the activity suggested for the kids is taking a slow walk with God and going through the questions of listening to your body. And then there is a, the, um, uh, uh, scripture uh, that's First uh, Corinthians six nineteen that says, "Don't you know that your body is a temple and the Holy Spirit who is in you? Don't you know that you have the Holy Spirit from God and you don't belong to yourselves?" So this is again just a reminder that our body is a temple and we need to look at ourselves that way. And so honoring ourselves is honoring God and uh, picking a healthy lifestyle is connected to that idea. So for a journal activity for the, twi- uh, for the teens, make a plan and um, which they can pick a statement which is most accurate about them. I treat my body like God's temple. I struggle to take care of my body. And this is kind of just a prompt to admit to God if, if you are struggling. And then what is one thing that you can do that is realistic and enjoyable that you can do better than you are doing right now? So just take one small baby step about it and then journal a plan. Be honest with how you feel and what might stop your success and ask for God's help. So just leading the teens through that um, is a journal exercise that they can probably get a lot out of. So I will um, pray uh, this episode closed with us as you're preparing um, to go into small group or to lead uh, either your own child or someone else through this curriculum. But I do uh, thank you for spending time with us and the ministry and always look forward to feedback, um, however you would like to give it. So dear Abba, we thank you for our bodies. Help us realize that you want us to see our bodies as the temple where you dwell with us. Jesus made it possible for your Holy Spirit to dwell in us always, and for that we are thankful. We ask you to help us move toward health in our eating, activity, water intake, and sleep. We know that you didn't make mistakes in making us, and we know that we can always come to you with our questions. And further, that no matter how we feel about ourselves or our feelings, we can be reassured that you uh, look look upon us as cherished, loved children. 
and we so appreciate you for that. Help us also know when we need to set time aside to make our temple stronger so that we can be closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for spending time with us, and we look forward uh, to the next podcast with you.